Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. David John Oates with us. He is the founder, developer of the Reverse Speech Technologies. He was the first person to ever document speech reversals in human speech back in 1983. has worked extensively since then on research and development. David has had an active career furthering the field of reverse speech as now his full-time occupation. He also has several books out there, including Beyond Backward Masking, Reverse Speech, Voices from the Unconscious. It's only a metaphor, and his websites are linked up for you at coasttocoastam.com. David, welcome back. It's been five years. Yes, it has been, George. It's good to be back with you again. You too, my friend. You too. Tell us, for, for the benefit of brand new listeners, and they come into this program all the time, Explain to them what reverse speech is. All right. Well, very simply, reverse speech is another form of human communication. The theory I'm proposing is that language is bi-level, forwards as well as backwards. And as the brain is constructing the sounds of speech, it's putting those sounds together in such a way that we're saying two things at once, one forwards from the unconscious and the other in reverse Sorry, one forced from the conscious, I'm sorry, and one in reverse from the unconscious. And quite literally, if you take speech and run it backwards about once every 15 or 20 seconds, you can hear this very clear phrase amongst the gibberish that I maintain is what we are thinking and feeling at the time of speaking, both on a conscious and an, and an unconscious level. So it's a natural function of the human mind. We are all doing it every time as we speak. I was going to say, as as I speak with you now, and as I'm talking to you right now, if my speech were to be reversed, somewhere in there would be something I would be saying uh, that oh, yeah. that you can't hear with the human ear until you listen correct. to it on tape, right? Correct. Exactly correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it could be um, your reactions to the show, or you might <laughs> be thinking about something you're going to do after the show, yeah. or... Um, um, uh, reverse speech can sometimes conf- confirm what you're saying forwards or it can give a contradictory message. Depends on how honest and congruent you you are as a person. Now, when this started for you back in 1983, I mean, did you stumble across this? I mean, this isn't something somebody would say, I'm going to start investigating <laughs> reverse speech. No, it was, it was a gradual. It was a gradual evolution. I was actually running a halfway house for street kids in Australia. I was a youth worker before I got into the field of reverse speech, and uh, uh, one of them had been listening to rock and roll records backwards. They'd uh, heard some American fundamentalists claiming that rock and roll was the devil's music, and if you played records backwards, you could hear these satanic messages. And uh, and 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 they asked me what I thought about the whole thing, and. Uh, uh, I'm a bit of a curious guy. I'm a, I'm an electronics buff, so I thought, oh, no, well, this is all very weird. I've never heard of this before, and I went home and played a couple of records backwards, and uh, 
and um, I was hearing the phrase that they claim were there. And um, I've got a bit of an ear for sound. I'm a ham. I'm a ham radio operator, so I'm used to listening to faint audio signals. And uh, and uh, you know they sounded genuine, and um, the track hadn't been manipulated with. Um, and then uh, it was quite by quite by accident I stumbled across an normal human speech a few months later. Um, it's one thing to hear it in music, sort of like a bit of a strange occurrence, but then to suddenly to hear the same thing in speech puts a whole different dimension to it. And uh, my curiosity really got piqued at that stage, and I started running media broadcasts backwards and finding these backward phrases, and uh, and I, I was just hooked. <laughs> I was hooked. Oh, my um, gosh, yeah. Were you... Yeah, I went, were you aware of the 1969 episode where they played a Beatles album backwards and it talked about oh, yeah. Paul McCartney being dead? They thought they were clues or something. But did you investigate that too or not? Uh, well, I well I remember listening to that as a teenager. And being quite you were too young. They played yeah. backwards on the air. Um, yeah, I, I looked into that back in my early days of research. You know, I think they were deliberate messages. Put in, put there by the Beatles to create a furor for what for whatever reason of their own. I'm not too sure why they did it, but could have been brilliant yeah. marketing. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I describe it in my book. It was a magnificent marketing ploy. Now, yeah. with reverse speech, David, how yeah. would people use it or apply it? How would you use it? Okay. Well, there's many different ways you can use it. Let's look at the uh, just the simple approach first. Is uh, is as a truth detector. If someone is lying forward, you'll get the truth in reverse. So, the uh, police, for example, could use it in interrogating suspects. It has been used by the police, and it has been used by attorneys uh, to find out extra in. Information you might find out. You can find out whether they've committed the crime. You can find out where they've hidden the evidence. So that's on the surface level. Um, on a deeper level, it gets into the unconscious and who we are and why we do the things that we do. Now this is where I use it. I have a uh, I have a very active therapeutic practice where I use reverse speech in working with my clients and. Reverse speech will tell me what is causing their problem, why uh -huh. that depression is there, uh, what events in their childhood created current problems. So when you get deeper, you get into the unconscious and you get into behavior and why we do the things that we do. Um, so there are two uses. Um, boy, there's so many of them. Um, I have uh, I have uh, quite a large uh, c corporate clientele, and uh, they will consult me if they're about to make an important business decision. Uh, reversals will tell me uh, whether it's a wise decision or not, because in the unconscious we know what the outcomes will be, and so what reverse speech will do is tap into what the unconscious knowledge is. David, is it does, and is there reversal speech in every sentence that somebody would uh, mumble, 
or uh, or not? No, no, it's not necessarily in every sentence. Um, I mean, uh, sometimes you can go thirty seconds without hearing anything at all. So you know, you've got several sentences there. So no, it's not constantly. It's it's actually one of the mis misnomers about reverse speech is that. Some people think everything backwards says something. That's not so. That It's happening spasmodically once every 20, 30 seconds. If you were a psychiatrist, a psychiatrist, would you use reverse speech on your on your patients? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, in point of fact, I've trained psychologists and psychiatrists who are currently using reverse speech with their clients. So the answer to that is yes, and it is being done now. How many people have you trained so far? Oh, well, well, I've trained hundreds, but um, I've got 17 practicing practitioners in the field right now uh, doing this as their full-time career. So there's 17 in the world currently uh, who have gone through the whole training program. So that's not many. It's, so it's you know it's still a very new f- right. field, and uh, we have a long way to go. But we've started. You know. How, how long would it take for you to train somebody to the point where you say they are ready? Oh, probably. Um, I'd say eighteen months. Eighteen months. Yes. That's not bad. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah, I'd say eight. Month. And, of course, the more they do it, it's like any skills. The more they do it, the better they're going to get. But, uh, you, see, there's, mul- there's multiple skills you have to learn to become good at reverse speech. You've, well, A, you've, you've got to learn how to find the reversals and distinguish between what is a genuine reversal and what is imagination, because imagination plays a factor. And so I teach that in my training. And then once you find them, then you've got to be able to interpret what do they mean. So you've got two skills. One, the location, then B, the interpretation, and then the, ap- and then the application. So it's, it, it's a fairly, you've got a few skills to learn to get through the course. We're with David John Oates as we talk about reverse speech tonight. David, how about equipment? Over the years, since you started doing this in 1983, uh, oh, we, we've yeah. gone from regular you know, tape, monologue tape, analog to now digital has equipment helped what you do oh yeah well well of course with the software nowadays yes equipment has helped me no end at all i mean back in the early days i used a big reel to reel oh sure yeah back in my early days so but now well we've got our own software uh we've designed our own software and um that uh it basically turns the computer into a reverse machine, plays it forwards and backwards, and you can vary vary the speed and slow it down or speed it up, and it's got all the bells and whistles of a good audio editing software program. So We're, we're going to play later on tonight a number of clips that you provided us, and, they, and you're right, they come in various speeds where, where people, well, you'll, you'll hear the person speaking going forward, then you'll hear the reverse, and then in some instances you'll hear it in slow motion where they'll say things like, I did that, but the, it'll be really slow. But, it, but it's easier to pick up that way, isn't it? Yeah. Well, on the uh, clips, I actually play them at three different speeds. Um, reverse speech actually runs a little bit faster than normal forward speech, and that's because the syllable count nearly always increases um, 
backwards over over the forwards. There's reasons for that that I can go into maybe later. But uh, but so for that reason, I slow them down. It makes it easier. How believable, David, is the reverse speech compared to what the person is actually saying in public, for example? So if somebody says, you know, gives a speech, and then in reversal you hear something totally different, which oh, one's the which one's the truth? Oh, the reverse is the truth. Aha. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yes, no doubt at all. It's the way the unconscious communicates the truth. It also communicates through body language and other means as well. But reverse speech is the truth of what we are thinking. They can't hide from no. that, can they? No, they cannot. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.